when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. This might be the like the hottest picture I've ever seen of you. Oh yeah, I mean I think I think like uh a lot of listeners are going to jizz just when they see this. <laughs> Ew, gross. Now, now it's not hot anymore. You just ruined it for me. Um, um, is this like I, how many I don't, times? I don't mean that in like a gendered way. I mean. Like like girl jizz. Is yeah, exactly. Um, how many times did you have to take this photo to get it to be this like Eiffel gold that it is? Oh, you know. Okay, so I didn't have to take a lot of pictures but i had to spend a lot of time like arranging lights in my bedroom and like trying to hold them i needed extra hands to like hold these lights in place okay so you took a new shot of yourself but you had someone hold like what what lights are you talking yeah, about yeah that someone like, was like me. a lamp yeah lamps. Oh, like a lamp a lamp is the isn't kind of light the, i was talking about isn't that what the filters are for is to like adjust the lighting well but i like i like try i try and do things in an organic way by the way, I said the exposed would be disturbed by the exposure, but the exposed is you. So who? what do you call the person you're exposing yourself to besides the, the victim? The victim, yeah. <laughs> that the would be the word for that. The expose? <laughs> the expose. <laughs> the expose. <laughs> That's what that word means. I was wondering oh. that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. okay. We we have to we have to read a book because because right after this I have to go to a serious meeting at work about uh, mobile documentation, and so unless okay. you want to unless you want to like jump in on that meeting and like have worlds collide and and have lots of stuff about mobile mobile documentation on this show, I should stop talking about mobile documentation and start reading you the really book, should. which is called <laughs> Please read the book uh, Earth Unknown by I didn't write down the name of the author. Uh, M.R. Forbes. Not Mr. Forbes, but M.R. Forbes. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Chapter one. Mr. Yamaguchi isn't taking visitors. And by the way, this is not a romance, I don't think. Nathan oh. Stacker li- shifted his gaze. Yes. Drink. I, you can't see me, but I'm, but I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Mm. Nathan Stacker shifted his gaze to the well-dressed man standing on his left, the one who had spoken. He regarded the thug for a moment in silence. Wait, he hadn't time come out. Up... Time out. Sorry. You started with Mr. Yamaguchi, but I didn't hear the rest of this first sentence. Mr. Yamaguchi isn't taking visitors. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. Nathan Stack. Uh, do, 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 do. He hadn't come all the way to Dome 1 to leave without completing the job. <laughs> I Oops. Dome 1. I killed, dome 1 killed Becky. Oh my god! I don't know Do why that struck me as funny. For like, for every person who has a sense of humor, there exists out there. And I just realized this is an old Ian Fraser shouts and murmurs column, but I'm going to plow ahead with it anyway. There exists mm-hmm. some joke that is so funny to them that they will die laughing if they hear that joke. Do I really think this is a thing? Go with me. Like, yes, hand me on this because okay. the next question is, if you knew this joke was out there, the joke that was so funny that you would die laughing at this joke, uh-huh. would like would you be able to resist hearing the joke? Because I feel like for me, I'd be <laughs> like, no, I just got to know. Oh, my gosh. How about I just heard half the joke, so I'm sort of like wounded, but not oh, morally so. Oh, but you, you like joke blue balls is, is no laughing matter. <laughs> And then what if you like heard half the joke and then you imagined the other half and then you got it right, then you'd be dead. Exactly. But you wouldn't have the satisfaction of knowing you finally got it right because you're dead. There's a lot of ways to die in the jokosphere. But if you're going to die, death by humor seems like a pretty fucking great way to go. Yeah, that's true. Maybe like save the joke until you're like already going to die. Oh, that's how you do it. That's smart. Okay. It's an overdose of humor. 
Okay, well, I've got yours locked and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> can you get, how about just the, the sub, like, or, or you can hint it to people through their life, like the topic of the joke okay. is Twinkies. Yeah, the top for you, the topic of the joke apparently is domes. <laughs> but isn't that great that like like immediately like okay, this is a science fiction book because they talked about a dome. Dome, yeah. Dome. Dome. He hadn't come with all the way to dome one to leave without completing the job. This guy had to know that. You know who I work for, right? Nathan said. Mr. Yamaguchi is late with his payment. Tell them it's coming, the guard replied. He started reaching for something behind his back under his perfectly tailored black jacket. The movement caused Nathan to start shifting his hand, too, deeper into the pocket of his overcoat. Whoa. Yeah? Okay. Okay, turn on. Just go ahead. Where his plasma pistol was waiting. That's what, that's what he pistol. calls it. That's yep. a euphemism. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> is it I, waiting for you? I mean, can my you plasma pistol say is waiting it's, for it's you. waiting yeah. for you, or is it just there? But I, I have mean, to tell yeah, I have to tell you that I have an itchy plasma pi- pistol finger. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Careful, he said. The guard locked eyes with Nathan. Relax. He took hold of something and lifted it slowly into Nathan's view. A small, thin rod of metal. Oh, the plasma pistol. <laughs> yep. Platinum. A fortune's worth. Mr. Yamaguchi authorized me to offer this as a partial payment for debts owed. He held it out. Nathan eyed the platinum. The metal was rare on Proxima, available only in small quantities from the mining expeditions in the, in the nearby, nearby asteroid belts. Nearby. Nearby. He knew near boy, near boy. <laughs> he knew exactly how Yamaguchi had gotten it. Asteroid mining was dangerous work. I know that from the movie uh, Armageddon. Okay. Uh, way too dangerous for civilians. Criminals, on the other hand, there was no question some of Yamaguchi's lackeys had wound up in front of the Proxima High Court, convicted and sent to the rigs as punishment for their offenses. Oh, I see. They're getting sent. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. They're getting sentenced to to mine asteroids. That's that's harsh. I was just I was just going to say, like, you know, even in science fiction, mining is a dangerous profession. Like, is there any place where mining is just like going that's to like good Club question. Med? Yeah. <laughs> like, mining like, I, always sucks. I want to go to I want to go work at Club Mine, like where <laughs> where like you go, you go down into the mine and it's like a nonstop rave because, you know, it's dark, but there's like cool lights and everyone looks right? kind of sweaty and sexy and, and they're taking yeah. a lot of ecstasy. And that's exhausts now everything I know about raves. <laughs> and mines <laughs> and mines well you, you, no no I, I know a lot about mines because i watched the show poldark on bbc or uh, master masterpiece poldark oh. is a show uh, about a like a sexy uh, cornish landowner in pasty? the a sexy cornish pasty <laughs> like the turn of the eight, 19th century uh, well in the mines they're very pasty yes exactly they yeah but like sun but but like he's a mine owner and like like it's a mining community and every time they show someone going into the mines some horrible catastrophe happens and everyone dies so so i do know a lot about mining yeah i mean are there remote um uh, robotic miners now because that really feels like we should have the technology for this now well i mean there's a lot of like heavy duty like mining equipment that i don't know anything about yeah let's get into this because i've seen pictures of like giant like like strip mining operations often they have like things that look like regular construction equipment that you've seen but 10 times bigger right like a like a front-end loader that could they could pick up your house type of thing so why can't we just send like you know, like, I just don't, like, I don't obviously know nothing about mining, but I just don't see why we need to send actual, like, fragile, flesh-covered, you know, vulnerable Terminators. humans 
into these dangerous situations. Like, I, I think I know. think what you are what you are describing is a Terminator, and we haven't invented <laughs> them yet. <laughs> like, I, I, we I don't mean, we don't have like humanoid robots that are good for anything. Except I mean, like, what what is mining robots. really? Isn't it just what? like blowing shit up? What is mining really? <laughs> like, it's just blowing shit up and plucking out the good stuff. Like, it, let's just blow shit right. up and you're right. You're right. It's blowing shit up and and and, uh, and plucking out the good stuff. I mean, come on. And like, gotta have some. Is some mining different from drilling? I guess it is. Is stripping different from strip mining? I mean, these are the important questions we ask. These are very important questions because it's funny, like how, you know, oil is liquid. And so it's like a whole different thing to like suck out that sweet underground juice. But if you, if you uh, want, or it's it's a completely different process. That's really interesting. Tim, 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 are you listening Tim? because that line was horrible? (laughs) I'm not going to repeat it. (laughs) <laughs> he had only escaped life as a miner because of a technicality. The bit of platinum was a treasure to a former Centurion Space Force pilot like him. Oh, boy, here we go with Space Force. It was worthless to his employers. I need to speak directly to your boss, Nathan said, not giving any ground. Don't make this hard. I'm not getting paid that well. It's already hard. It's a, it's a rod of metal. <laughs> the guard on the right smiled at the comment. The other one wasn't amused. He pushed the platinum forward again. Take this now. Your employer will have the rest in a week. That's a week late. Plus interest. Mr. Yamaguchi gives his word. Mr. Yamaguchi gave his word he would pay in full today. Therefore, unless Mr. Yamaguchi pays in full today, Mr. Yamaguchi's word is as fucking worthless as that platinum. Which brings us to our game. So uh, I came up with a very confusing game. (laughs) And I failed miserably at it. So So the line was, Mr. Yamaguchi gave his word he would pay in full today. Therefore, unless Mr. Yamaguchi pays in full today, Mr. Yamaguchi's word is as fucking worthless as that platinum. So the question is, what other things are ironically worthless in your science fiction universe? For example. Wait, my first question has come up, which is that it sounds like even in that example that the platinum shouldn't have been worthless. They talked about it being... Yeah, but I didn't read that part before before browsing ahead (laughs) to get to the game. (laughs) Okay. So that's the explanation for that. Okay. Please continue. But I mean... I know I know a lot about platinum mining, and it's it's only it's only worth something after you refine it. In my experience, in your experience, mm-hmm. you you, like because when you get experience. the platinum ore out of the mine, it just looks like a pile of shit. Okay, and and, and when you did, of course, when before college, when you were a platinum, when I was a platinum miner, miner in on, in yeah. Dome One, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so you pull up this like shitty this shitty like underground. You know, keep yeah, keep keep, keep digging. Keep, literally, keep mining, keep mining for the words here. <laughs> anyway, here's an example. <laughs> when Melissa moved out, she left me with nothing but eight hundred thousand dollars in treasury bonds. Fucking Melissa. Okay, so <laughs> we don't have led... to do this game. It's <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to go well. This is the first. I think might be the first time in re- recorded uh, litbic history where. I completely fucked up this game. And then oh, I can't wait. Gets to, Matthew gets to be me and say, you completely did your own thing and fucked up this game. You did your own thing. I did my own thing. So I have one and a half. Great. <laughs> when Chad said my heart was more precious than gold, I thought he was being romantic. But then I saw him throw five million in solid gold over a cliff to prove to me his love. <laughs> so I shoved his stupid ass off the edge. <laughs> that's No, that's good. I like it. I don't... But I don't think it's actually following your game. I, mean, I guess it's it's not clear to me whether the gold is valuable or not. But it is. I, the, prota- the protagonist uh, killed him because he's so dumb. Right. Okay. Because he it. like, so, he, you know, Chad 
what's in the universe of platinum is worthless gold is worthless but yeah i don't know if this book really knows which universe it's in like why it hasn't been explained why the the protagonist boss is not going to accept as payment a solid bar of platinum yeah and actually if chad was trying to prove his heart was more precious my heart was more precious than gold he was actually making a statement that this is so precious but I'm going to get rid of it. So that doesn't work with your game. Chad is, a, Chad is a pretty interesting character now that we now that I think about it. I just like I'm, Chad. I feel, I feel bad that he, that he died in that in that mysterious, that mysterious cliff accident that's not at all mysterious. Well, you know her. She went down there and like scraped his flesh off the gold and recovered Ew. the gold. <laughs> I would. All, all I'm saying, Becky, is if you're ever in debt to me, I will accept platinum. As in, in payment. As I only pay in large novelty checks. I'm sorry. Fine. That's true. Sure. When they canceled the second semester of Clown College, they refunded my $17,000 tuition. But those face-painted motherfuckers won't let me come onto campus to get my 27 triple E shoes out of my locker. Triple E shoes? Is the, e, is that the biggest shoes ever? Yeah. Is that what that is? <laughs> they're long and wide because they're clown shoes. Is that shoes. actually a real thing? Triple E? Is yes. Like a... It's, a, it's a measure of shoe width. Width. <laughs> You're such a dork. You know that. <laughs> um, here's my best one. You ready? Yeah. When Sebastian said he liked Twinkies better than cold hard cash. Yes. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, because then I just like halfway through that, I was like, I don't think I get the game, <laughs> and I erased all the others. <laughs> Wow. Okay. This is this has been a surreal experience. I actually have one more. <laughs> okay. uh, I tried to make it as science fiction-y as possible. The ship's vault contained a bunch of worthless lumps of sparkly carbon. Diamond, they called it on the lost earth, but also sheets of pure grade 27 zethrocrophilite, which would fetch, <laughs> fetch billions of Venusian francs on the black market. Oh my God. That was a... That was a... <laughs> Word word salad, right there. We've had books that had that had more saladiferous sentences than that. Saladiferous. Mm-hmm. We have had more saladiferous word saladiferous sentences for sure. But you you are um, you're, you're flying close to the sun on that one. All right, back to the back to the book. <laughs> the two guards didn't like that response. Nathan hadn't expected they would. The one on the left returned the platinum to his back pocket. Yeah, oh, platinum in the back pocket. It's tiny. Yeah, I I was imagining it as like a like a like foot long rod, right? Front loader, dump full of it. <laughs> yeah, front loader dump full. <laughs> of course, when the hand reappeared, it wasn't empty. It was holding a small laser pistol, military grade, silent and deadly, like a fart. Uh, nobody outside of Centurion Space Force <laughs> should pew, have pew. Had it. literally pew pew. <laughs> I'm dead, and also it smells terrible in here. <laughs> It was nobody outside of Centurion Space Force should have had access to that kind of weapon. But then again, the plasma pistol he was carrying was military issue, too. The crooked smile the thug responded with was anything but friendly. Mr. Yamaguchi will be sure to apologize to the trust for his late payment. He was expecting a courier to come and pick it up. But unfortunately, the courier never arrived. Mm. Nathan didn't wait for the man to finish talking. He took two quick steps forward and lunged at the thug, throwing his overcoat out like a cape to distract the man's attention. No, what come is on. happening? Come Whoosh. on, that's so dumb. <laughs> and like a cape? Who has a cape on the like 
I mean, really. I don't like, know. On the other hand, like if I was if I was like a, a super tough space guard and someone attacked me by like whipping their cape, I'd be so confused. I might lose the fight. Is this guy part bull and he can e- easily distract it by a cape? Maybe he's part bull. I mean, maybe yeah. he's a, a shape space shapeshifter. A, a space sifter. A space sifter. <laughs> it's really hard to sift flour in space. It just gets everywhere. Oh, totally. It's yep. like a gluten uh, allergens nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, now that I think like that probably would be like a real disaster if you opened a bag of flour on like on the space capsule. Or ate one peanut and watched, like someone's trying to get away from oh, it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, no, no. You can't do that. Like, you can't release peanuts in space. You shouldn't. You just shouldn't release anything in the space capsule. What is attacking you? Me? I'm so sorry. Did you hear the <laughs> microphone drop? Uh, no, no. I saw you. I saw you like like fling your arm out as if you were as you were, you were fending <laughs> off like a, a, a Hitchcock bird. Um. Well. Okay. Can you? Ah. Oh, there we go. Oh, you um, got a so, bottle of <laughs> what uh, looks like April, apple cider vinegar. Exactly. April brought me a, a bottle of um. ACV, as I'd like to call it, and um, she mouthed, "Help! I can't open it." Oh, well, I, and so then I had to like, and then I didn't think you could see me because your video's off today. For some reason, I thought oh, that I meant see. that no, you no, couldn't I can see, see me. So then I um, f- flung my microphone down, <laughs> so I could <laughs> was... I could be a hero. I was the hero. You could be my hero, baby. Yeah, I was. Th- the absolute hero today. You that, were. That, you, that yeah, might you, be the best thing I've done. I will do today. You did a cape flip minus the cape. You did a cape flip. My mic mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. Uh, the next time someone rushes at me aggressively, I'm going to open a bottle and see what happens. I hope that. Yeah, I mean, never they're going to be so. Imp- they're going to be so impressed. True. Um, true. You're like true. Did you? So wait. So did you? Did you feel like a hero when you opened? Did you successfully open the bottle? I couldn't tell. I, I did successfully open the bottle. I felt like a hero. And, Good. you know, in today's world, we have to really celebrate the small things. Absolutely. The, li- the little victories. I no, mean, no, me, I love to it me, when I was can more, open a that jar. That was more, pre- more precious than platinum. Yeah, I know. I get that because platinum fucking sucks. Platinum fucking sucks. I'd rather have a half full Subway card. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> that was your joke. You took out. That, that was my, but that was my joke that I, that I cut. So it's okay. You can recycle it. Okay. I totally recycled it. I, I am curious because Matthew wrote a joke that he, he took out half full Subway card as, and I couldn't tell if that to him was super precious or super not precious, which is why it was confusing to me because to some people that would be super precious. Like if you were half Jared. full would half Jared. Jared would be Let's, really happy about it. Do we, do we have card. to bring up Jared? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. Like if you're in, if you're on planet Zior and you haven't had a Subway sandwich, like even a half foot long that you would get with your half full card would be something amazing. I mean, especially if it was like the Italian, the the I mean, Italian BMT. Yeah. Like Subway's really bad, right? <laughs> Yeah, but not to someone who loves Subway, right? Yeah, that's like, fair. It's all relative. Like, yeah, you're right. You know, you might think like Hostess Donuts, right? The powdery ones mm-hmm. are like, you wouldn't, you would think that like you, you would take anything over that. But to me, that's more precious than platinum. I think I like Hostess Donuts. I mean, it's I was a- like, I was like in a, this is going to be offensive to someone, but I was like a cop in a cop car the other day with powder <laughs> all over my face. Not a cop and, in a donut shop, but a cop in a cop car. Well, because they like to be in cop cars, ironically. So 
But I if I see ex- a cop in a cop car with powder on their face, I'm not assuming donuts. I'm exactly. <laughs> assuming they, they got they got into the evidence locker. Exactly. So I'm not even like a good cop where I like go get the donuts at a donut place. No like one said you donuts. were a good cop. No one. No, I'm a bad cop. So <laughs> I I went to a convenience store like during the time of COVID, got myself my ho hos and my my I mean sorry my um donuts. And sat in my car and ate the whole roll. I literally had white powder on my face, on my clothes. And someone and, and someone ran up to your car and said, Officer, you've got to help me. And, and you're like, no, oh, no. And I, I jumped out. I, I grabbed my, my, my plasma pistol. Yes. I chased the baddie down the street, cuffed him, fed him a donut so he would shut up. Unfortunately, it turned out the person who, who was asking for help, it was because they were having a heart attack and you just like chased down some random, and tackled some random person. <laughs> well, and, and then that person, the heart attack's dying while I'm standing around right, nearby exactly. going like, pew, pew, The whole pew, time you're thinking like, pew, pew. I am going to get some sort of like key to the city for this, for this uh, everyday act of heroism. And it, it turns out you got the Darwin Award. Right. And then like those older man's like looking up at me going why did you tackle me and i'm like that's right yeah it was it was a tragedy i don't know why we're making light of it and why are you farting on me is the last thing i heard (laughs) oh god we're just bringing the whole episode to a conclusion here in one we are because i have to finale of fireworks right i have to go to this meeting so we're done with this with this book uh so uh sorry for sorry for the short episode but also you're welcome uh becky what are we reading next time Oh, fuck me. I totally forgot to pick a book. <laughs> All right. We don't know. So oh, it'll good, be a surprise Good work, next time. bad cop. <laughs> We're reading the adventures of, um, of uh, Hel- Heloise and the Ho-Hos. Okay. It's not a book. It okay. sounds great, though. I'm going to write it in the next week. Okay. If, yeah, if you write a book between now and then, we can do your book. We did our All book right. once, right? Did we? No. We talked, we talked about doing Not One Shrine, I think. I think, I think that we wouldn't make a good book. Yeah, I, I don't think we, think ta- we did do we it. We talked though. about doing our romance novel, which has not been written. Right. We talked about doing that eventually. I mean, enough of it for a for a book club episode has been written. What if we just did that? Ooh. We're not going to finish it. Don't say we're not finishing it because I am going to make you finish it. Okay, that. we are going to finish it, but we could also just use what we have and turn it into a book club episode. Let's do it. You want to do it next time? In fact, in fact, we can just read all that we have. Why not? Yeah, I, I actually have no sense of whether it's like too short, too long, or just right to read the whole thing. No, we could do it for multiple episodes. Oh, I don't know if we want to subject people to that. Oh, I think mocking our own writing is going to be funny. Okay, all right. So next week, the book is Seized by Balls. Is that what it's called? Or just balls? We don't know. <laughs> seized by Balls sounds great. Next okay, week's next, book, seized, next week's seized the book by is balls seized by, by Matthew balls by... Burton and Becky Sullender. Oh, no, you can take top billing on this. No, no, you got that. <laughs> That's why I, I tried to get it out before you did. All right, find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for Look Inside This Bar of... Uh, uh, coal. This Bar of Coal, which uh, which we got out of the very mine. Very precious. Great expense. Very, very precious. And... and uh, Patreon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash LRTBC, uh, where you can throw money at us. Please and, do. 
Yep. And uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see you next time when uh, we're going to be reading our own book. I'm, I'm so excited. Me too. All right. I'm going to mock the shit out of it. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, okay. great. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm, they call me um, uh, like one one exposure, Matthew, <laughs> but for other reasons. <laughs> I don't really think that's something that you want to stick with.